0: Hello, and welcome to the New Entertainment System podcast, the show that uses the enigmatic robot known as the New Entertainment System to bring you just two of the over 47 million games and counting that the robot is capable of thinking up. I'm your host, Nathan Brandt. And I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And as always, we are joined by a very special guest. You may know her from her pieces at sites like Fanbite that include news, interviews, and opinion pieces. She's a Dina stan, a fan of wholesome games, and loves Yennefer more than life itself. It's Natalie Flores. How's it going?
1: Hi, it's going great with that introduction, actually. Thank you. I do love Yennefer more than life itself. I tell my friends the day that I get married and have children, I'm sorry to them, but Yennefer is still gonna be number one. So no, no that's valid. That's
0: completely valid. Yeah. yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get married in a church that has like uh, it has like Yennefer in stained glass in the back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. When my children need me to pick them up from school, I'm gonna be like, wait, hold up, I'm playing The Witcher 4, which stars Yennefer. <laughs> Just about Yennefer. There's no Geralt. There's nothing else but. Yennifer. I was just
0: gonna say I can't pick up little Geralt from soccer <laughs> practice. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sorry.
1: Um, Geralt and Naruto are waiting for me to pick them up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but this is not a podcast about Naruto and Geralt. <laughs> this is a podcast where a Robot makes his video games. So now it's time to consult the new entertainment system and have it make us a brand new, never before seen game. My game is a Last of Us game that is an alternate reality game but it requires the Donkey Konga controller. So, mm. Last of Us is the game with the zombies and the crying and the violence and then <laughs> alternate reality game think like I love bees and like 11808.com <laughs> like, and short stuff and our yeah.
1: online mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So yeah.
0: Alternate, we could we could go with that angle for it cuz like mm-hmm. technically that's a a completely valid definition the one intended anyway when i when we put it in the robot is like a game where what's the word for it like kind of like geocaching honestly Mm -hmm. like where Mm -hmm. you have to like go to a place and do something pokemon go is kind of an alternate reality game um as well i guess you could say um and then the donkey conga controller is a controller for the gamecube where you had two bongos and you could clap as well nate this is a lot (laughs) I know, I know, like I <laughs> I was like, Last of Us alternate reality game. Okay, that's something. But then I was like, Donkey Konga controller though.
1: I'm gonna look up this controller because that Oh, okay, was... yeah. If
0: you don't know, it is completely, I guess, um, no pun intended, it's completely bananas. Like It's- uh...
1: <laughs> Oh, it's it's literally just drums. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. Oh <laughs> So my...
0: <laughs> Think of a, a Last of Us game where you have to play it like in the real world or the conceit of the game is that the, <laughs> the protagonists are taken to another world And you have to play that. I kind of like the alternate reality where (laughs) where Joel like hops into another reality and he is a musician in that reality. And that's the one where everything went okay. (laughs) Instead of playing guitar, he plays Bongo.
1: (laughs) (laughs) When I saw this controller right now, I was just thinking about the meme of like, oh, the sound of his ass cheeks is so loud <laughs> and, and so i'm just like just dumb dumbing the the donkey kong yes. controller just at the sound and temple of his ass cheeks clapping as he's fighting love the that. zombies absolutely
0: yeah. love that that's how you get around the clickers is you, <laughs> you have to, like it's pressure the the bongos will be pressure sensitive so you have to like slowly go around uh <laughs> using those but you can't slap ass <laughs> cheeks So much so that it alerts the
1: guards. Okay, so it's going to be half of a rhythm game because Joel has to time it according to the sound of his ass cheeks Mm -hmm. as they clap while he's walking Mm -hmm. throughout Seattle trying to kill these clickers and zombies. Mm -hmm. And the clickers and zombies can only sense him through sound. So that's the stealth part. The Mm. alternate reality part is that he does not play a guitar. He just plays this and he has to balance... Clapping to the temple of his ass cheeks clapping <laughs> while also trying to avoid the zombies who can only spot him by just echolocation. Hardcore stealth.
0: The most cursed Patapon game I've ever heard of. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is. It is. I don't know where Ellie fits in all this. Maybe she's kind of like stabbing the zombies and trying to take out the numbers that will inevitably hear the sound of his ass cheeks clapping. I like the
0: idea of Ellie is just like completely normal. (laughs) Like every time he's just walking along and his (laughs) ass cheeks just alert these clickers, she stabs it and it's like, Joel, what the fuck (laughs) are you doing?
1: Yeah, she's got a, she does a little crowd control. Yeah. Because we can't get too many people hearing the sound of his ass cheeks, so. Of course, yeah. Maybe
0: maybe the clapping is like signaling her to like shiv a a clicker or something Maybe a certain
1: (laughs) drum beat is like code for Ellie go stab yeah. that thing or like Ellie go hide behind that thing instead of standing in front of the zombie that somehow doesn't really see you just because it doesn't see me because like it, that <laughs> game is so funny when you have the, the AI
0: runs around and yeah stuff. like
1: I in The Last of Us 2 I got Jesse like walking right in front of the enemies and I'm like Jesse my man I'm like this is the undercover part. Like we are supposed to hide <laughs> hide the cement wall. What do you not understand about this?
0: You've lived in this world for years and years, man. Come on. <laughs> <get me laughs> I love the image of like Beatnik Joel. Like he's like a like a like a coffee house like a hipster guy with like bongos yes. and like a <laughs> cigarette and stuff.
1: It is he's such a dad and I think that only accentuates his dad mm-hmm. aesthetic.
0: Agreed. Like, hey, you want to see me play the bongos? Like, if you want, <laughs> like,
1: people could ask, like, oh, Joel is such a dad. What could he do to make him even more dad? And I'm, we're like, donkey, conga, GameCube controller, <laughs> yeah. and just clapping at the sound of his ass cheeks.
0: I like that going into this. None of us have ever questioned the fact that Joel is just like thick as fuck, <laughs> like just oh, a massive it. dump truck. You like,
1: know he dummy thick. Oh,
0: you're right. None of us, like, I just think it's very good that all of us were just like, this is where we are, and we 100% agree. You spent like 80% of the first game just looking at his ass anyway. That's true. Right? So. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> the apocalypse did not do anything against the fact that he is dummy thick. He persevered exactly. with his dummy thickness in the apocalypse, and I think that's worth celebrating. And I think in an alternate <laughs> in an alternate reality, the world would appreciate that more, because nobody comments on it.
0: Yeah, the, the cordyceps did not ruin the concept of a grown man playing bongos and like twerking while he he (laughs) saves Seattle.
1: We got the cordyceps, we got the biceps, we got the glutes, we got everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Oh my god. That's the alternate reality. Like maybe instead of making them like vicious 28 days later rage zombies, but they have stuff on their faces and stuff. It's like a weird, it's like a weird sexual version <laughs> of the clickers and cordyceps and they're called the glutes. We instead. did
1: say alternate reality and I, yeah. I am positive there are people out there who would bang the cordyceps.
0: Absolutely. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, like 100%. there have been people on this podcast before that would bang the cordyceps. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so this is like the ass of us. (laughs)
1: I really love the part I think it should rightfully end The alternate reality game Should just end Mm -hmm. when Joel and Ellie sign off And then Joel just turns to Ellie And there's a beautiful Cinematic background You know, with you just and he mm-hmm. turns to her and he goes, It really is the ass of us. And then <laughs> they're the main campaign. Directed ends. by
0: Neil Druckmann. <laughs> yeah.
1: I kinda wanna play this now. I kinda wanna like a rhythm, The Last of yeah. Us. I don't think it's the worst idea that has ever been made. Naughty Dog, no. please if you're Please. listening to this. yeah,
0: come on. Is, has there been like a rhythm stealth game before? No, I can't think of anyone anyway, but. I don't think so.
1: And it would definitely add a little more, you know, spice to the stealth genre. Like there's so many ways you can execute stealth, um, mm-hmm. but usually I just ignore stealth because I have the subtlety of, an elephant. So I just kind of like Hell go yeah. into places and I shoot things. And I'm like, well, whoever dies dies. I'm sorry. I, I try. <laughs> so, and but- so in the stealth
0: game, you could go loud or you like, mm-hmm. like that, or you could, you know, do like some little sneaky stealth bongo action, yeah. or you could just be like, this is my ass. Get the fuck out of the yes.
1: way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it would be so much more intense because you have to make noise as part of the gameplay but how much noise do you Mm -hmm. make and how do you balance that with the stealth okay like the universe of the last of us cannot conceive of motherhood and mothers being present in the narrative fine so if you're not going to conceive that then let's conceive a donkey kong a controller rhythm stealth ass cheek tap and game like yeah (laughs)
0: That's the back of the box quote, actually.
1: Uh. (laughs) We couldn't conceive a story that prioritizes mothers, but we could conceive of this. That's
0: so fucking funny. And and like, I was just thinking of the ass of us, right? And it like, you know, it works because he's shaking his ass, but also another word for donkey is ass. So I think that's probably like the
1: the best name we could. The last of donkey. That makes me think of Shrek. Shrek, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey just shows up and he's like, hey, y'all. <laughs> There's the alternate
0: reality part there of it, is, too. Yeah. Shrek has, is also there. Shrek a, always makes it into our games. It's I don't a crossover
1: know <laughs> game. <gasps> yes. That's the
0: post-credit sequence. We'll talk about that. But.
1: If anyone would survive the apocalypse, it's Shrek.
0: Because Shrek is the only person that would, like, observe quarantine. He's got layers. Like, yeah, he's got, he's got layers.
1: Shuttle. He's already been in quarantine. Like, he has yeah. quarantined himself in that swamp for ages.
0: He's got traps and stuff to keep people out, so he's good.
1: Yeah, if anyone could defeat the cordyceps fungus, it's Shrek. Hundred
0: percent. He'd probably just eat it, and it would be fine. Yeah, like, that's that's actually probably true.
1: It could be like Kingdom Hearts, where you have guest characters that like yeah. join your party. Shrek is one of them. Okay.
0: I was yeah. just going to start talking about microtransactions for this or like DLC <laughs> or wh- whatever have you, like different outfits for mm-hmm. Joel, where it's just like spanks and a feather boa and like big glasses. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> One has got to be a dead or alive bathing yeah, suit. Yeah, like,
0: absolutely. Jiggle physics Joel is not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, some people would be into that. Yeah. Of course, so of course. many people actually. It's like a
0: much-needed catharsis for that that universe, right? Because like Last of Us One ends on I, it, I'm going to spoil it. It's been years, but like ends on the like the downer note of like, well, I guess humanity's not going to be saved because Joel's Joel made a choice, and then the second one like. I'm not gonna spoil that, but it doesn't get much happier. (laughs) (laughs) And so for this one, it's just gonna be like we're gonna just let him relax, just just (laughs) fucking vibe out with his ass out. It's cool, you know, whatever.
1: I just thought of Joel again saying, "We really are the ass of us," and then Ellie just kind of looking at him and looking, you know, wistfully at the camera and being like, "Okay."
0: (laughs) (laughs) Title card. I'm into the idea of it being, like, shot for shot, the actual end of the first game. But they, like, clearly went over and dubbed over Joel's voice for that line. But, like, they did not get Troy Baker for it. Goofy
1: is in there. (laughs) Shrek is in the background. Like... Just you know, usual ending vibes. Like some
0: fucking Kingdom Hearts cinematic shit where they're just in the background reacting.
1: Kingdom Hearts is straight up fan fiction, and it worked. I feel like yeah, we could totally. make it work here. I'm just saying, I think we're onto something. But I, don't I know.
0: think so too. All your favorite characters that are that died and were crying and terrible, horrible, like <coughs> things in the, in the first and second game—they're all there. They're all hanging out, they got all their limbs and stuff, it's fun. <laughs> it's
1: great, yeah, it's great. You could summon them into your party as guests, Kingdom Hearts style, I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, I maybe they can cool. add like different instruments on top of the bongos. Okay, <gasps> So squad based, <gasps> yes! squad based, rhythm based stealth game. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god,
1: yes. Someone would play Guitar Hero within the game.
0: Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Abby would play the bass, I feel like. Yeah. Abby would absolutely play bass. And they're they're friends in this universe. It's fine. I feel
1: like she's ripped (laughs) enough that she could carry, like, the world's biggest trombone. And she just... 100%.
0: Yeah. Yeah, she's either, like, a tuba player or she's, like, the roadie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) She could carry a whole piano (laughs) at this point.
0: We're basically making, like, the Lego version of The Last of Us just without the Legos. (laughs) Beautiful. Perfect. I think we've made a 100% perfect on Metacritic game that nobody is gonna have to um, post a Teddy Roosevelt quote on Twitter about it's (laughs) gonna be totally...
1: (laughs) No gamers are
0: gonna have a problem with it at all. Nope.
1: It's also not (laughs) going to be super long. Where we're not going to get complaints mm-hmm. about how long it mm-hmm. is. We are not going to get review bombed, especially. Yeah.
0: I just imagine gamers being like, Joel's ass would not be that caked up.
1: <laughs> like. It's like, well, bitch, you thought we're the developers and we've actually, what's the attention to detail that Naughty Dog has?
0: Right. I'm right. sure
1: the measurements are out there somewhere. At least one developer has thought, huh, I should measure Joel's ass cheeks
0: maybe the real man in the arena is Joel with his ass cheeks. Like, nobody's ever really yeah. thought about that, you know? Yeah, That's very, very good. I, I So I, the ass of us um, featuring Shrek and Goofy, I guess, um, is going to be coming to uh, the PS5 um, this fall, maybe. We're, we're going to make a shit zillion dollars off of this. So I think that's our first perfect game of the episode. And so we're going to take a quick break and come back at you with another brand new never before seen game. And we're back and we're ready to have the new entertainment system make us yet another brand new, never-before-seen game. Cam, hit it. All right, this time around, we have a Star Fox game that is made by BioWare, uh, but features an obscene amount of DLC. This has more zombies in it than The Last of Us. <laughs> My brain immediately went mm-hmm. to like two places. Do we want to I was thinking of taking like existing Star Fox stuff and going with that. Do we basically want to do just like Star Fox Mass Effect or do we want to take Star Fox Adventure and turn it into a weird Dragon Age thing? So the easy the easy answer is to do Mass Effect, right? Yes. And so um, there was a there was an Ubisoft game called Starlink Starlink Battle for Atlas yes. um, and the Nintendo um, version of that had Star Fox in it just as like a supporting character that you could just play as and there was like a Star Wolf like storyline. It's actually pretty cool. So we could go with that kind of flavor of just like a slightly more serious adventure Star Fox thing or like Cam was saying, Star Fox Adventure, like the game Star Fox Adventure, where he went to a dinosaur planet and fought (laughs) with a staff because that's what Star Fox does. We could do that with medieval stuff, like maybe Mm -hmm. he just goes to a medieval planet.
1: I like how we all had very different ideas about Mm -hmm. this because mine was Star Fox Dating Simulator.
0: Great, okay. great. Let's We're go gonna with give that. Give the furries what they want. Finally, <laughs> absolutely. Crystal is back in this one. <laughs> she went away. She's back now. Lord, is she back now?
1: <laughs> Didn't a popular figure in gaming get in trouble for sexualizing a Star Fox character? Am I imagining that?
0: It's gonna be you. <laughs> 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 um, I I don't know specifically, but you know what? I one million percent wouldn't put. Past this community, I'm like hesitant to google sexualizing Star Fox <laughs> character, so I'm not googling that shit. That's yeah. gonna be put on a watch list
1: because I'm looking at these characters because I, I have actually not played a Star Fox game, I'm a fake gamer.
0: Nobody really has since like '96, anyway. So, yeah, and I was born that
1: year, so I, you okay. know, <laughs> um, but I'm looking at these characters and I'm like, well, my first thought is. I would not date them. But that was also Mm -hmm. my first thought when I looked at Gareth Fakarian from Mass Effect. (laughs) And then I looked at other people and I was like, why the fuck are so many people in love with this thing? This is like the most ugly thing that I have ever seen in my life.
0: You're the first person I've ever seen have like a negative opinion on on that boy.
1: No, no, no. I'm in love with that boy. Yeah, yeah, physically. Yes, even now, like (laughs) now it's he is the ugliest thing ever. And I love him more than life itself.
0: There's like a race of monkey people. There's foxes.
1: There are bunny people. Yeah. There's a falcon here. There's a frog. Yeah, the, the frog could be Thane Creos Mass Effect 2, and he doesn't die in this one.
0: Oh man, the, the Krogans, but it's just a race of like all slippies is like very, <laughs> very, very good. I love the idea of slippy toad fighting reapers. Uh, that's really funny to me. <laughs> Rob 64. Oh
1: no. I love the parallels here because we could go we, we don't need to limit ourselves to just Mass Effect. Like Dragon Age makes me think of more traditional fantasy, which makes me mm-hmm. think of Final Fantasy, which makes me think of the Viera when I look at these rabbits. So I mean we could yes. we could go all out best of both worlds. There's a reason why people love both of them for different reasons. Reasons. I mean,
0: absolutely. I think
1: the sky's the limit here, fellas, as long as we incorporate dating.
0: I appreciate just the level of dedication and how you are just like shooting for the fucking top with this. I think that's wonderful. (laughs) You gotta go hard. You
1: gotta go home, especially in space. Damn right.
0: Yeah. Space is for
1: the gays, and we we gotta we gotta go wild, y'all.
0: Eat your heart out, Smash Bros. This is the ultimate gaming crossover of all time.
1: Second only to the ass of us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Speaking right. of doing it for the gays, there's <laughs> like, you know, there's Star Wolf, he's like a bad boy with an eye patch. There's like this like stoic Panther guy. This is a, li- a little something for everyone <laughs> with, with the with the yeah. cast of Star Fox.
1: These are all people that video game players would date.
0: There's like a there's like a rep- Reptile guy, what's up, scalies?
1: There are so many scaly fuckers out there. Come on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like looking through all of the main characters in Star Fox, I think none of them are straight.
1: They can't be.
0: Like I don't really, I don't really get a straight vibe from like any of them. Andros is the only straight one. Exactly. The bad guy of the yeah. series is the, totally. the only straight one. Hundred <laughs> percent.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Fox is a bisexual king. Falco um, is probably bi as well. Slippy's gay for sure. Peppy is pan. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> we the, the the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. The Great Leon, like okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just go into your head, Cannon Snake. Come on. Rob64 yeah. si-
0: Rob is asexual and aromantic, of course. Yeah, like, of course. It's, yeah. it's, absolutely, it's absolutely fine.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think some pretty good fanfiction could come out of this, and you could mm-hmm. start a Patreon. I feel like our ideas here are so original. I mean, I. I don't know. I feel like you could start a Patreon for this. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Patreon for just us talking about who is gay in (laughs) Starbucks.
1: I can assure you there are a lot of furries and scaly fuckers and bunny fuckers on the internet Mm -hmm. who would be extremely appreciative of a game like this. Because we're also incorporating... The story, right? Like we mentioned earlier, we want something sort of more, you know, one of us had an idea for something more action-y, something, you know, incorporating the story, because that's what makes Bioware games so good, right? It's Mm -hmm. the story Mm -hmm. and the ways that you connect to the characters. And you can have a dating sim, sure, but it's the ways in which these characters interact with the universe and how the universe shapes them that makes them so compelling. So we will need that in a Bioware Star Fox Dating visual mm-hmm. novel simulator. <laughs>
0: totally. <laughs> so Cam, the the twist was obscene DLC amounts, right? Yeah, or something like that. Okay, I wonder if if they if this is going to be the first game to just outright do it and just be like five dollars and you can fuck Peppy.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Just five dollars, so that you can unlock this other because, ca- like, the issue with Mass Effect is that mm-hmm. there were a lot of characters that were relegated to DLC that really shouldn't have. Like, Mm -hmm. Kasumi from Mass Effect 2? Absolutely. Absolute queen. She should not have been DLC. Like I cannot, I cannot imagine going through that game and not having her as a party member. But unfortunately, a lot of people do have that kind of playthrough because they can't afford, or they don't buy the DLC. There's Mm -hmm. also uh, Javik in Mass Effect 3. Like, that is an important lore character. Literally, like,
0: deeply important to the whole fucking story. important to the
1: lore. And so... We will have characters that are deeply important to the lore of this mm-hmm. game that we are creating. I mean, it worked out for them. Why can't it work out yeah. for us, you know? Yeah, so I mean, maybe uh, we baby. just keep
0: expanding, like, our crossover universe. Like you said, maybe we get into fucking Final Fantasy a little bit. And, like, just $5 for every character that we just add on. And that just expands the universe a little bit like more. Like, 20
1: bucks for a new race. That yep. just shapes the universe in a completely mm-hmm. like new way, like the Angara in Mass Effect, Andromeda, <laughs> and there's mm-hmm. a representative of that race that you can fuck, just like Mass yes, Effect. Yes, absolutely, yeah.
0: yeah. Explicitly in uh, Star Fox Command, the, the DS Star Fox game, there are endings of that game where, like, Fox and Falco, like join the F-Zero races. So like Captain Falcon exists in this world Mm -hmm. too. There's been people that are like, we need a like a Star Fox cross Metroid game. So maybe like Samus and Ridley are there too. I
1: don't know about Metroid, but we can give y'all Bioware. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Fucking Captain Douglas Falcon is in this game. Um, Can you imagine? the 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 hell that would be romancing captain falcon <laughs> <laughs> Like he's he's at an eleven out of ten all the time, and you're just like you're you're at like (laughs) dinner with him, and he's just and you're like, "Uh, so how's your chicken parm? He's like, great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some people are into that. Yeah. Can
0: I have the Sauvignon Blanc, please? (laughs) Do you want to do you want to like go get a drink after this? Yes. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) We want to make sure that we have someone for everyone. Everyone's tastes are so different. I mean, the Mass Effect developers did not think that people would want to fuck Garrus. Like that was a point. Behind mm-hmm. Garrett's not being romanceable in Mass Effect 1 until Mass Effect 2 came along and they were like, Wait, people want to fuck that like Bertturian mm-hmm. thing with like mandibles and like sharp teeth? Go for it,
0: y'all. <laughs> yeah. So they were
1: like, go for it. And I can assure you that series would not have been the same without that. Like it, it was just yeah. elevated to a legendary position. And I think that if we give people more options, more accessibility. More people to romance and yeah. kiss. I mean it'll
0: We are making the single greatest and most ambitious romance game of all time. Yes. So I I don't wanna I don't wanna come up with another stupid pun name, but is this Star Fox? I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect.
0: Okay. Yeah, oh <laughs> that's I it presents. Can you imagine? Okay, so E3 2023 or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Um, If that exists or the world exists or whatever, (laughs) we're at whatever the Anaheim Convention Center and lights go down the logo for Bioware comes up and then you start to see stars and everybody's like, like they're bringing in Mass Effect back. They're going to do it. They're going to do it right this time. And then like, you just hear like, Shigeru Miyamoto walks out on stage. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you can fuck Slippy Toad. (laughs) The the puppets from that one E3 from Star Fox come out.
1: I think it would be even better if there's like a title card with the word Mass in it. And then people are like, oh my gosh. Is it Mass Effect? And then it just goes, Mass Starfuck's age. (laughs) (laughs) And people are like, what? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm confused, but also horny. Um, What is that? And I'm like, yeah, classic Bioware, baby. I mean, (laughs) is that not a Bioware game? Confused and horny for the aliens. You guys
0: said you were thirsty for a Bioware game, and and we're going to give you, (laughs) we're going to quench that thirst.
1: (laughs) It's not what you expected, but few things that turn out to be great are expected. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so this is Star Fox, the Star Fox game that is made by Bioware that features an obscene amount of DLC. I'm really impressed uh, with us for getting through that without making a slippy horny toad joke. Oh, wow. Okay, well, there you go. So, you made one just now. Just, so. now yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, just something I noticed, you know. Yeah. Maybe that's like one of the a la carte fucking DLCs that yeah. you get. Yeah,
1: <laughs> It'll be important to price the DLC in a way that keeps true to the spirit of the game being accessible too I feel like it's something. I think it'll be harder than any other part just kind of like deciding how we price those microtransactions. Right, right.
0: Yeah, maybe you can like grind no pun intended for currency <laughs> that you don't you don't have to you don't have to pay real money. Kind of like in Street Fighter, I think. Street Fighter 5, you can just play matches to unlock characters. You don't have mm-hmm. to buy them. Maybe we can do that here. But-
1: yeah, if if EA publishes us We could include a a multiplayer where you play as the alien factions and you grind for coins that you can Mm -hmm. use for your microtransactions, just like Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, or theoretically Dragon Age Inquisition's multiplayer, which nobody really played. Yeah, we could do that, like a a little anthem in there, but like one that succeeded.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, so perfect. Star, Star Fox. That's, that is our (laughs) second perfect game of the show. And that is going to bring us to the end of the program for today. But first, we're going to go over some patch notes. This is where Cam goes through some listener submitted ideas to be installed into the robot for use in future episodes. And remember, you can submit words by tweeting us at at the NES pod or posting in our discord, the link for which is in the description. Cam, what have we got? Uh, this week we have installed the following to the machine. Uh, we've installed the IP Gradius. Uh, we've added the twist. Uh, of the using the Paper Mario, quote, turn based battle mechanic uh, where you like rotate from Origami King. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Uh, And then the final twist has been uh, that the game features completely useless cheat codes that was submitted by at pixelated echoes. Uh, This brings our potential game total to forty seven million nine hundred and thirty five thousand eight hundred and eighty eight games. You do not want big head mode in a game about fucking people. Anyway, um. (laughs) people might be into that. I guess, I guess, I guess We so. don't kink shame on this show. Yeah. Absolutely. Nope, you're right, you're right. Just saying
1: untapped markets, untapped markets, <laughs> baby.
0: God mode in a mutating <laughs> <entertaining laughs> way. <laughs> um, Natalie, thank you so much for guesting. Where can people hear slash see more of you?
1: So I am on Twitter at Mesia that is heart I-M-E-C-I-A, and I'm currently the free church contributor at Fanbyte, so you can find my writing on there.
0: So everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you'd be so inclined, we'd really appreciate appreciate a subscribe on whatever platform you're on. And please do consider leaving a five star review because it really actually does help us out. Uh, I can be found at Two Headed Giant on Twitter. And I can be found at The camdy Man. And this has been the New Entertainment System Podcast. And as always, Cam forgot to write an outro. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I did it.